You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Welcome to Nerdroom. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This episode number 206, we're discussing the Oscars, Birds of Prey, Marvel, and DC film news. Sorry, is that Harley Quinn, colon, the Birds of Prey? <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. I'm Sanjay. And Carlos is on vacation this week. I, I gotta throw a shout out to our boy Rick, who commented this week, Carlos takes a job. And then goes immediately on vacation. Yeah. Boss move, dude. Boss move. <laughs> All the best, though, to Carlos. He's down, kicking it on a beach, enjoying it for the next couple weeks. I thought weeks. he was in Gotham. He is in Gotham, doing like, stuff. Do you think anyone would actually travel to Gotham for vacation? He would, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I'll leave the circus in town. Yeah. <laughs> Stay the hell away from there. What the heck, man? I'm not going in the circus with you. You push me down or something, so you have a tragic origin. Yeah. Troy was born that day yeah. when his friend, Sanjay, fellow podcaster, was pushed from the top of the circus. Did he come down on a ball? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the show, everyone. You've got the OG crew at the table here. I'm going to take you through this week. And nerd, we've got the Oscars to talk about. Troy has been itching mm. to talk about this. Lots of interesting stuff there. We've got Marvel and DC news coming from all different angles. We're going to run that down. And we're also going to talk about Birds of Prey here. Right off the top, actually, Sonny's going to give us a spoiler-free review. Our review on that is coming in two weeks' time once Carlos is back. And we're also going to talk about how they've changed the name. The box office was a little lower than we predicted, which is interesting. We're going to get into all of that. Very exciting episode. Very exciting time in nerd but first things first right off the top guys like we always do i gotta hear about what's going on in your individual weeks of nerd troy yeah man it was an intense week last week for all of us has it slowed down um yeah well took a turn for a different direction i guess um i've bought another shelving unit to uh, to move around some of my my figures uh and it turned out pretty cool man so i got a nice new shelf now uh for my for my characters that aren't in the Marvel and the DC world, so I got the turtles standing up. Nice. I got nice. the, uh, the the Rangers looking good. Nice. And uh, yeah, I like it, man. I dig it. Uh, picked up a couple comics. Actually, I finished a couple comics. I picked up some a little while ago. But um, Batman, latest Nightfall figure from DC Essentials. I picked that guy up. Um, it might be my favorite Batman. Is that the blue case? Nice. The Cowell? blue and gray. You know, yeah. I said it last time that McFarlane was my favorite bats, but I and I've never been big on the blue. Yeah. But this guy here, man, it's that pure Nightfall Bruce Wayne versus Bane Batman. Oh, like so this good. is like the 90s. Yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah I think like the late 80s to 90s. I Look, love they that had that, yeah. that blue going on. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's solid and, one. And uh, Tim Drake was his Robin during those nice, times. Nice, nice. Oh, he's good, man. Man, that's so you know. sick. Nice. Yeah, solid. And, and and that was, oh, you know, and I got Batgirl. I got the Batgirl from New 52. With the the purple rain kind of cover, oh you know, the bike. yeah, the you got the figure of the cover, the figure. Oh, the figure. Yeah, really? Yeah, all purple, yeah. She looks My good, man. And again, DC Essentials, man. Yeah, these guys. You know, the only problem I have with this line is no accessories, and we're you know I'm coming from Marvel Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys go all out on accessories, right. and uh, none. Like I don't get like a swap of hands. Did you get the bike Nothing. for Batgirl? I wish. No, they did do the one with the bike, but that was an Icons line, oh. which was like. 
I don't know, five inches, five and a half inches. It's uh, like, tiny. It's is weird, is weird the scale. Essentials line, that's the old Mattel line? No, so Essentials is like directly DC. So okay. nothing to do with Mattel. The quality is way better. So is this an Mattel. ongoing line? Like yeah, running concurrent with McFarland? Yeah, they've been going around for a while since I've been collecting and wow. way before. So you always have like your DC Direct slash collectibles mm-hmm. and they will branch off and give you like those animated ones that I like. And then they also give you like the essential lines that are about six to seven inches tall. Um, and then you could also get the Mattel stuff before, which has now been removed. And McFarland's kind of stepped in. And then there's Spin Masters as well that's also taken the license. So now the DC license outside of the Direct is McFarland and Spin Masters. Spin Masters is more like kid-friendly. Oh, okay. But people are really liking those things too. Um, yeah. So the line, like DC used to have a line where they had like the Build-A-Figures. Do you remember the that? The Mattel one, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was Mattel? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Mattel's no longer in the picture. Exactly, they're gone. So McFarlane is doing it now, and instead of doing Build-A-Figures, he'll do like a Build-A-Batmobile, which is like three That's figures cool. combined to make the little like micro-machine kind of... Oh, okay. So you can't scale it with your figures, um, but it's kind of cool if you can collect these things. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting, because I was listening to the Sandcrawler podcast, mm-hmm. great podcast, collecting podcast on the network, and they're talking about that Hasbro license is coming up here for, I believe, Star Wars. Yes, it is Star Wars because they're a Star Wars podcast, of course. <laughs> and they're speculating that that license that Hasbro has the exclusive rights to six inch and three three quarter inch, they're they're speculating whether or not that that's going to go to multiple licensors because or licensees because Disney has a tendency to do that is spread their their product across as many lines as possible. Mm-hmm. And Hasbro has that exclusive six inch. And this is kind of what I'm hearing from from you is that this Essentials line. And the Mattel line, although maybe an inch or so different, mm-hmm. they're almost in the same scale, same figure. So they're directly, almost directly competing with each other. Well, yes, it's weird. Like they are, but that's kind of the reason why they did it is to not, which is if that makes any sense. So like mm-hmm. Mattel, or not Mattel, sorry, McFarlane went directly with the seven inch to yeah. not compete with the Marvel Legends and not compete with yeah. the old Mattel or even the Spin Masters, which is I think four to five inches. But you can kind of pair up a lot of figures anyways. Like I feel like the seven inch scale with the McFarlane figure feels a bit smaller than it does with the Marvel selects. Those mm-hmm. things feel huge. Yeah. They're very big. Figures. They're very big figures, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're like an articulated statue in some capacity. Basically. Yeah. Where these things still articulate like a six inch yeah. scale figure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it, it is, it is pretty interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I, and the last thing to top it off, I uh, finally found uh, superior octopus oh. Marvel legend. Got that guy nice. Um, nice. on Amazon. Got him on Amazon. So he comes oh. tomorrow. So by the time you guys listen to this, I'll have that glorious Otto Octavius. I, I think you made the right move pulling the trigger on Definitely. the Doctor Doom. Definitely. Because I know yeah. you're debating that. And yeah, from what man. I've heard and what I've seen, that Doom yeah. is gone. He's gone, man. And, and Stubaka, that guy is gold because he has the uh, She-Hulk, which yeah. I, I haven't okay. seen it anywhere. I've, like, I haven't seen is, either of those. Two. Is that no. in the same wave? Same wave. I've not seen yeah. either of those two. Yeah. I've seen Stag Deep Johnny. Yeah, oh, Mr. yeah. Like yeah. everyone. Yeah, those yeah. things are deep. But yeah. um, yeah, can't find She-Hulk. And that's the only one I need to complete yeah. the uh, Super Scroll. That's the only nice, one I need. And nice. that's, that's a tough one. But, What's uh, a Super Scroll build Super Scroll is a build figure. Two oh. head swaps. You got the, the firearm. You got the stretchy hand. And you got the invisible hand as well. It's it's dope. That's it. Yeah, it's it's nice. it's nice yeah marvel legends man i mean Beautiful. toys across the board I, great. I think i have like three marvel legends and one of them is i think from the line like series two was the doctor doom from that line 
Like like the OG, the original Doctor Doom. Like the original Doctor Doom. Hang on to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's wow. Toy Biz era stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is Toy Biz. Yeah. That one holds up pretty well. I've seen pictures. It looks yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Like yeah. I just have it in my basement. And actually, my brother has like the Iron Man, but it was the variant figure. So instead of like the red and gold armor, I think he has it like blue and something. And red, like a little bit of red. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like quite Iron Patriot, but it was like a variant at yeah, the time. Yeah, it's like a stealth suit or something. Yeah. That blue one. You Dope. Know, you never yeah. see those Toy Biz Legends no. anywhere. No. Really? No. I've, I like the You go to cons that. in that, you never, no. especially packaged, like minty, yeah. never no. see them. Unopened? Yeah. Still there? Yeah. Wow. Because I got to go back and get, prior to, this might not be Toy Biz. No, it was not Toy Biz, because there's an Iron Man 3 wave that came out in a similar card back to the end of the Toy Biz era. Oh. And then they switched to the, the box art, the windowed version of the, the current Marvel Legends in Great. 2014. Mm. And so I don't have that Iron Man three yeah. figure, and there's an Iron Patriot as well in that. Really? That came, yeah, they're more of the slimmed down versions. Iron Patriot being like uh, Norman Osborn? No, I think it. I think it's supposed to be closer to the Iron Patriot from Iron Man three. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm. but wow. not nearly as good as the Iron Patriots that we've got more yeah. recently. But yeah, oh man, beauty, beauty. Yeah. Sunny, how nice. about you, man? How's your week? Oh, uh, you know, a little bit more quiet than Troy the boys, but uh, he did hook me up. With the um, Jay and Silent Bob That's reboot, right. mm-hmm. the Blu-ray. Fantastic. How is it? I liked it. I, so I finally got a chance to watch it. It's really good. Like, the first half is like, yeah, it's good. It's just like a regular Kevin Smith movie. It's funny. I'm laughing at the jokes. A lot of, like, callbacks and a lot of, like, cameos. But then the second half, like, his daughter shows up in the movie, and it gets, like, so sentimental. And I was like, man, it, like, took it to a whole nother level for me. It, like, got me right in the feels. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this movie is, like, making me feel things that I normally don't feel wow. watching Kevin Smith movies. But <laughs> this is is a great film. So check it out. Uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. Um, what else did I see? I finally saw. Okay. This is, like, uh, this is like a horror movie discussion. I know we don't normally talk horror movies. But so I saw Dr. Sleep. And nice. if you know anything about me, The Shining is my number one favorite horror film of all time. You know, I think it's fantastic. Stanley Kubrick, he nailed it. And so they announced the sequel, Dr. Sleep. And I was like, man, what are you doing? 40 years after the original, you're going to announce a sequel? Man, it's going to be trash. And so, like, I look at the trailers and I'm like, this thing's trash. And, like, I, I look online and people are like, hey, this isn't trash. It's actually pretty good. So I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. So I bought it and I watched it. Favorite horror movie of 2019. Favorite. Wow. Favorite horror movie 2019. It just overtook. Trash to horror. I know. Two, uh, <laughs> it just overpassed Jordan Peele's Us. It's like one, two. It's it's that good. It's If you're into Stephen King books or movies, this is the movie for you. What an experience that must have been for you. Oh, my God. Like, going into it, I was just like, I don't even want to see this. Like, this is just going to ruin it. You know, like, every time there's a sequel that's announced, it's like, ah, why are you doing this? This is garbage. It's just like a lesson to, like, don't judge something until you see it. 100%. Maybe we'll get back to that um, when Birds of Prey talk comes <laughs> just, on. But, just a minute or two. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll put a pin in that one. But uh, <laughs> besides that, uh, besides finding my favorite horror film of 2019, um, not much. Just reading some comics, you know, catching up, living the dream. Um, that's just all I can Turtles? Do. Are you still sticking with Turtles or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. I read the latest issue. 102? 102. 102 is good. <sighs> Raphael, man. Oh, man. He's slowly. Do like, I need yeah. to get into this? It's you dope. need to, yeah. It's so dope. We yeah. need to have like a turtle show. I think I can I think I can do that. I th- yeah? yeah? It's, you can. it's good. I feel like I've been sleeping on this thing, man, because going back and looking at all the other books, I'm like, yeah. how did I miss this? Oh, man. like the art and the covers? I'm like, this is like, it's like a melding yeah. of the 80s, early 90s cartoon yeah. and like a Daredevil comic. Like, yeah. it's bright, colorful. Which is 
the original run of of turtles yeah right? yeah 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 definitely like they played right off of daredevil yeah oh yeah, yeah. exactly yeah it's gritty it has all of it splinter yeah. foot all split yeah yeah, yeah yeah splinter yeah oh man so i think i think because i've been really enjoying get back into comics yeah. doing yeah. one a night almost now just really enjoying getting back to the pages yeah i think i can dive into this i got some space in my pull list too there you yeah go. you're only two issues behind issue is a perfect jumping on point and then we, we got to go back and like read the first hundred. Definitely. I'm getting the hardbacks. Like, oh, I know you yeah. and I were talking back and forth yeah. off air, but um, I got to get those hardbacks, man. Those Hard are, those are pricey. Dope. Oh, they look well, so I saw dope. It, it's like 65 bucks, which is Oof. it's crazy. But uh, today on Amazon, it was on for 44 Oh, okay. A little bit better. But and like each uh, book has like one of the characters' face. So one book has Raph. Oh, that's book one. And it's yeah. like dope art. And oh, then you yeah. got like book two and whatnot. Leo, Splinter, and et cetera, right? So, How many yeah. uh, issues does the hard... Because the soft ones are about four to six issues. I think these ones are 12. Yeah. Oh, okay. They pack quite like a, a bit. Proper volume. Yeah. So yeah. then it's not too bad because if you think about it 20 bucks for four to six issues 40 bucks for 12 and plus you said the look would look fantastic on a shelf yeah yeah man yeah Mm. it's gonna look good on that new shelf oh Oh, yeah (laughs) all right so we gotta do like a turtles i know we have all these retrospective ideas yeah but we gotta do like a ninja turtle more ideas than time (laughs) we have barely enough time to record this show once a week we gotta like outsource it like we'll hire hire people okay in india and like we'll be like okay watch this ninja turtles movie and tell us what you think about it that's not the point. We go to Rotten Tomatoes for that. <laughs> but they we, can just pretend to be. We will us. get there once our kids are a little older. I think we'll have a bit more freedom. We're almost out there. You just you just clicked over a, a, a big milestone there. Mm-hmm. We got one. We're on the doorstep of, of one for for the children here, and so hopefully by I'm gonna say by the end of the summer, we're gonna have some time back to be able to start doing <laughs> these special retrospectives that we want to do. I know you know coming soon doesn't mean much on the podcast because. The Shazam review has been coming soon for quite some time now. Always and over-promise and under-deliver. It's on my business card. <laughs> Sanjay, the man. <laughs> All right, before we get some bird and prey talk, I gotta get, I had also a very yes. narrow, very small weekend nerd because last week's was bonkers. It was so much plastic there. But I did get into the Pez game a bit. I found a Darth Maul and a Star Destroyer Pez, so that adds to the collection. They do ships too? They, that's the only one they've done, I think. Is the, is the Death Star cool. sitting up right behind me here? Oh, I don't know if you can see it yet. Oh, right there. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So that gets me ever so much closer to completing that collection out. I am only about six or seven Pez shy. I'm missing most of the Clone Wars ones. So there's an Ahsoka, Obi Wan, and an Anakin that I'm missing, and then a Leia I'm missing, and a, I believe an X Wing Luke. And then there's some exclusives in that. And then I still haven't found the Rise of Skywalker ones. They're still not out there. Really? Oh. Yeah, which is crazy. On an Elsa. Had a new Pez set that came out before the movie debuted. But you think I can find the Star Wars one? Nowhere. <laughs> Do you know who might have it? Is there's a candy store in Banff that has like Pezes of everything? Yeah, I you might need to go about? there. Yeah, I've like gone to every shop. No, it's just like a candy shop. Candy but shop. they had like one of like the prime ministers of Canada. Like I was like, what? Like who's gonna get this? <laughs> Pez collectors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I also secured. Finally getting that Cara Dune, that Black Series Cara yes. Dune. I made a trade with a guy on Kijiji, so that's great. It fills out the Mando wave for now, or the Mando line. So I got those unboxed up here in the nerd room, which I'm super stoked about. The IG-88, the off-world Jawa. And of course, I popped open that Mandalorian yeah, fig. Yeah, you got to. Out of the box. Mm. I've still got the carbonized one yes. in, the, in the box, so I I'm, I'm, was happy to, to open up and liberate that mando figure which yeah. is awesome i'm loving everything there i almost was this close to pulling the trigger in the artifacts mandalorian which i saw up at the local here 
Oh, the statues. The statues. Nice. Oh, I was so very yeah. close. So yeah. it was like 137 bucks. They look good, Ooh. eh? It was... It, for the quality of those, yeah. the artifacts, yeah. they are awesome. Mm-hmm. I was this close because I'm still being a little bit of a wimp here and there when it comes to actually pulling the trigger <laughs> on a hot toy. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But it's it's been another great week and I got the shelves done. Mm. I threw it up on hashtag shelf oh, Sunday. So yes. With Carlos Looking being on vacation, good. I asked permission to take over that hashtag for the weekend and I've got them done. So go check out the Instagram or actually Twitter is where I got it up. I'm going to pop it up on Instagram before this episode drops just so you can see the shelves, the Star Wars shelves. Mm-hmm. I've got, I kind of chronicled a bit through the at least the previous weeks where i had painted and put the shelves up built them custom and now i got the majority of my star wars collection up there with the exception of the three and three quarter inch i'm absolutely loving it, it it's fantastic it's the space is is half done in here I got a little bit of ways to go troy's sitting in front of what is my mm-hmm. marvel and remaining stores collection i've got a bin of stuff that's going to go up to the comic book shop for a big trade ski nice yeah so i'm pretty excited about that but other than that it's been pretty calm week and i'm hoping to ride into this weekend and just doing again a little bit of hunting nothing crazy kind of letting the the powder dry a bit (laughs) as we get closer and closer to to my big trip in april here down to to disney and all that so save a bit of money there yeah yeah exclusives yeah exactly and i also did a bit of comic book reading I got caught up on Captain America and also read the Captain America The End. These are just short one-shots that they're doing across the line. It's kind of trying to tell a story about what it would be like with the end of Captain America, how his story ends. Oh. Um, there's quite a few of these out right now. Oh, there's Doctor Strange one too. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's across the board? Yeah, there's not across the board. I think they've picked maybe five or six. Maybe something right. can go I think into a There's a Miles trade. one and Doctor yeah. Strange and a Cap. Okay. Yeah. Just, and it, to be honest with you, the story isn't fantastic. Yeah. It's it's very reminiscent of I'd say a, a '70s story, maybe even earlier 1960s story. Mm-hmm. Just the way that the art and the way story progresses, it's kind of walking you through with exposition. Like I'm gonna use my shield to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like how they used to do it back in the, yeah. the Stanley yeah. days, the '60s, and that. How yeah. they almost like through exposition told you exactly what was going yeah. on. Yeah. But interesting enough, as a cat fan, it was great. It is a bit of a bummer. It's a 4.99 book. I'm not sure if it was worth 4.99, mm-hmm. but again, I gotta consume my cap. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, with the exchange rate in Canada, it's been it's crazy. Thirty five percent. Yeah. I mean, I miss the days when like five buck books were five buck books. Yeah. Like I would be happy like five bucks for a book. I'd pay that. Now it's like six bucks. Well, that's why my pull list is so narrow. Yeah. Is that I can't, I I can't do twenty books. I can't even. No. It's just too expensive. Yeah. If I wanted to be doing other things, it's if I'm doing that many books, I can't be collecting the way I collect. Mm-hmm. And so my pull list is what has taken a hit for me to continue collecting the way to cut. And we're even going to see a hit, and we have seen it. I've seen it at at Walmart on the Black Series series. They all went up. They're all yeah. What's up with that? Like thirty three, thirty two bucks. Yeah, or something? it's because what? of all the tariffs that the U.S. has put uh, on yeah. China, and China has in turn done to the U.S. It's this whole trade war. Or it might even be the new NAFTA agreement or whatever that's killing us. So tariffs are killing us right now on imports. And that's being directly reflected in the price of the figures. So 33 bucks now, whatever it is, for a Black Series figure? That's crazy. Like the McFarlane line, 7-inch figure. Uh, you get all the accessories, all that stuff. It's huge. It's 24 bucks at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. It's, yeah. it's, it's what has made me focused in on a particular point within the star wars universe mm-hmm. like going sequel trilogy because i know that's going to come to an end 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going on a sequel or an original trilogy as well, and then filling in some pieces with Mando in that. And the same with the, the Marvel Legends. We're going to see that same price, I believe, reflected in the Marvel mm-hmm. Legends at some point in time here. And that's why Amazon's been key, because their, their prices have remained flat yeah. and are going down periodically if you keep a close eye on it. I saw the Sanjay set for twenty three the other day. I know I was so <laughs> bucks. That Ant Man set. I had went yeah. back. I was so frustrated. I went back and was like, "How much did I pay for? It? I paid thirty five for it." Yeah, that, and not it was much done. Still, it's yeah. done a twenty three though. I couldn't believe that. Oh, I had sat on it. I thought like maybe I should do it just to get the ghost figure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I figured, bucks. and then you get a suited figure too, right? That's what I was thinking too. I get yeah. like a Tony out of that guy. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's so frustrating. Even the Thor or the is it the Thor the Korg set. Is yeah, how much did court. that go down to? It went down to like 30 bucks. Wow. I bought it at 35. Yeah. But I thought when these went down, because they're originally 59.99, I thought yeah. these when they were half price, roughly, that they would disappear. Right. And I was going to miss out on them. Yeah. And so I pulled the trigger at 35. I figured, you know, this fits the rule and all that. Two figs mm-hmm. for 35 bucks. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And boom, gone. You can never foresee this going to 23 no. bucks. Never. 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 Like, <laughs> Yeah. So it, it's it's difficult. It's and that's the balance that we're always trying to strike. Is yeah. when do you pull the trigger and when do you miss out? Yeah. Like yeah, you didn't pull the trigger or I didn't pull the trigger on a forty dollar Mysterio figure. Yeah. From from far from home and yeah. it's impossible to find. Yeah, the Mysterio yeah. one is it just disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Well that's Mysterio for you. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. It was never there. Yeah, it's just yeah. a mirage this whole time. Yeah. They never even released the Mysterio figure. <laughs> just there, it's gone. Spirit. Yeah. It's on Kijiji, I'm trying to Figure out if I can Good find deal. another Doom because the guy would trade a Doom for it, and so I've been hunting around. Oh, he'll for, trade Doom for for the Mysterio. Oh, so I've been hunting around for oh, Doom, for Doom. <laughs> to see if I can if I I would buy that for thirty bucks and right. I get Mysterio for retail. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> so we'll see. One thing that we were talking about before when it comes to comics, when we were talking about kind of just a little roundtable before the episode got going here, is that there's rumors that there's a Marvel DC comic crossover happening. Yeah. Uh, and in the last few books that we've read, there's been these odd hints towards something along the lines, or at least very big nods mm-hmm. to what's going on. Now, in issue number two of the new Thor series, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but there's a serious nod to DC. It's very obvious. <laughs> I don't know if the writer is a former DC guy or what the deal is, but it's very obvious Superman and the Justice League reference. Okay. It's Johnny, it's Donny Cates, right? Yeah, Donny Cates, yeah. yeah it's kind of, I don't, I don't think he's done DC. DC. No. Yeah. A very, Venom very guy. odd. I just, you read it and you're like, this is clearly a reference to yeah. DC. Yeah. And then there's even, I was reading a Guardians book, the new Guardians number one, mm-hmm. and there's a clear reference to Suicide Squad right. in the Guardians. Oh, no, I really? Think that's, I think that's a nudge James Gunn. at James Gunn. Yeah. It's basically like, I think Gamora says, we're not some sort of, I can't remember exactly what she says, like Suicide Crew or something. Oh, yeah. really? It's something very on the, I read yeah. it, I was like, that's definitely a nod at that's James Gunn. That's right. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that, like DC, um, Doomsday Clock, issue 12 there is a um, little section there and it reads on july 10th 2030 the secret crisis begins so secret and crisis you know combining the two marvel and dc throwing superman into a brawl across the universe with thor himself and a green behemoth stronger than even doomsday who dies protecting superman from these invaders and so, like, that's a pretty big, like, hey, maybe <laughs> something. Yeah. No. So that's at the end of Doomsday Clock number 12. I haven't read the full issue yet. Sorry, Carlos. He's always telling me to read it. And I'm, last one, last one. <laughs> um, so I don't really know the context of that, but that is appearing at, like, the end of the panel. And so 
what do you guys think? Like, do you think this is something that could happen? I, I know fans would be super jacked for this, but do you think, one, do you think it'll happen? And two, like, do you think companies want it? Because right now, I don't think like we in this space know, okay, Superman's DC, Thor's Marvel, but I don't think the companies want this to happen because like, if they cross over, then people will just be like, oh, it's just all one thing. They'll be like, oh, when is Superman showing up in the next Avengers movie? Or like, how come Thor didn't show up in Suicide Squad? I don't. But do you think the common person would be like, hey, I'm going to yeah. grab this comic book all of a sudden? Yeah. You know, I think for me, it kind of falls back to the day where we always used to be like, let's see an X-Men Fox studio production yeah. versus Avengers Disney production. It's like, well, who's making the money? And why are you going to spend all this time creating this cool story yeah. that's only going to benefit your competitor? Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so it's like, well, I think that's they haven't done was the last time they did one of these 2003, I yeah. think, was the uh JLA versus Avengers. Yeah, so I don't know how that worked in terms of like the money split. That's why I was wondering, like, how it's the, gotta and, be the comics were selling better than two, probably. It's gotta right? be 50 50 down the middle, it, has it to would be. have to be. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. Is does someone get cold feet and say, I don't want my properties crossing over with this? Right. Yeah, well, it's tricky because, like, if you're DC, do you want, like, say, Black Panther to beat up Batman? Well, I don't, they almost don't have to go or can't go that route again. Mm-hmm. They have to go with a team up they to team fight up a bigger bad, yeah. to fight, like, a villain or, like, a made up villain. Exactly. It's, and yeah. having that banter between the two of them, like, mm-hmm. having Thor and, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. people in Infinity War and in Endgame meeting, like, Captain America meeting Groot. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. having that cool interaction that, I'm looking for personally. I don't yeah. really want them to go knuckle to knuckle. No. no, I think it'd be cool just to put Superman in a room with Captain America and yeah. have them kind of, you know, Boy Scout out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I think didn't Superman and Cap like butt heads a lot in the JLA versus Avengers? Like they were the two that kind of I can't remember. They were on the opposite, and it was like Batman teaming up with Cap to like come to the conclusion because it it wasn't a versus. It was like the two universes had to find artifacts in the other universe, and then whoever found was seven grand, was first the grandmaster one? it was grandmaster and he like had a bet with someone in dc i think it was like chronos or someone yes. in dc hmm. and like the, it was like a game yeah and it's like who who would win and then they figured out whoever wins that would like kill the other universe so like if dc won then marvel oh. would get killed see because i always liked because i think hickman kind of teased that too back when um time runs out when we almost got to secret uh yes. secret wars that the Avengers basically had to like blow up other planets yep. before they'd hit their planet. There and they was teased that they did they, they destroy like yes they did. The Just- there was like, there was like a ju- I think it was in this one in that there was a Justice League very heavy reference. Right. It wasn't the exact characters. I think they were on a planet. Yeah. And there was a very similar looking Batman character. Yeah. And a Wonder Superman. Woman. It was a, one, it was a uh, speed okay. slash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I had to like, so it would be kind of cool like you know going back to that like we're going to come to this, you know, situation where two worlds are going to collide and they're, they're heroes, but they're going to have to destroy each other's planet. And one happens to be, you know, soup's planet. Yeah. Obviously Uh, DC's planet, the other (laughs) one's cap's planet. Yeah. 616 and uh, see what comes out of it. Yeah. But well, I think it's like, do because the last time we got these, so many characters are more popular now than they were when they had like these crossovers. So like characters like Iron Man didn't even appear for Team Marvel in the Marvel vs. DC mm-hmm. That's team up, yeah. right? Like he wasn't even a top seven character for Marvel at that time. Yeah. 
or like Harley Quinn meeting the Guardians, for example. Um, Harley Quinn was just a brand new character that just, wasn't involved. Just have James Gunn write both. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was tw- he was teasing uh, with Boss Logic. Someone yeah. asked him like, "Who would you like Harley Quinn to meet on, um, or who would Suicide Squad meet on the Guardians?" And he said Groot and Harley would have great interactions. Yeah. So then Boss Logic threw up some Harley and Groot images on Twitter mm. of them like hanging out, and James Gunn's like, "Yeah, that's awesome." So. someday i bet you once all the stories are poured over at some point yeah they'll i think they'll try something at some point well, yeah kind of like desperate yeah yeah like last yeah. ditch effort yeah. like comic book yeah. movies are now making 33 million dollars in the yeah. box office weekend <laughs> that's a little bit of shade there i need to get my uh umbrella there do, do you i know off the top of my head it might be a little bit hard to answer but if you could put together your avengers versus the justice Ooh. league who would who would win like you put your Who'd ultimate win? team together stop the justice league or your ultimate justice league to stop the avengers oh what do you, what do you got man justice league all day like well, what's your justice league like four four members four five members? members yeah five members superman yeah that's like three members right there <laughs> <laughs> batman yeah wonder woman mm-hmm. green lantern and i'll go i don't know just to Speedster. keep i i you know the fifth member could be me there you go. <laughs> you know i'm just gonna throw that's it out there yeah that's how confident <laughs> yeah, i am okay four yeah, yeah. hulk yeah, yeah. Uh, Sentry. Oh, yes. Yeah, kind of a rough right there. <laughs> Done. Yeah, yeah. Especially, just, when, especially when he goes into the void, that void mode. Right? Yeah, I don't even know who yeah. that is, though. It's Sentry, but he has like this other alter ego where he's like just complete nuts. It's, you know? uh, okay. Sentry was a character that was used in the breakout storyline that Bendis did with the new Avengers run, post-assembled. Yeah. And it was a character that existed all the time but everyone forgot about him yeah and oh, they okay. found him in like the basement of the vault or whatever it was and there's like reed richards like wiped everyone wasn't it? yeah there's Force yeah was, something like, wiping everyone because he was like there for all of the marvel universe yeah. and everyone's mind was wiped of his because he was so powerful yeah is he like an eternal i don't know what he is to be oh, honest with you but i don't know he came back recently he I did think. yeah yeah he did and he's like in his mind now he's like locked yeah. in his mind it's it's crazy. crazy, but he's yeah. basically a Superman. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. Okay. It's like you have Hyperion, and you have, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I've heard Sentry. of Hyperion. Yeah. Hyperion yeah. came back in the Hickman run. Yeah. yeah, and he's also a very similar mm-hmm. Superman type. Like you guys would be done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let us know, guys. The team led by me, or the, team, <laughs> the three members of the Tim crew. Yeah. Well, we didn't. We didn't hear Troy's. Oh no, I was just the judge in this one. Man. Okay, yeah, so, so so give us your judgment, <laughs> Judge Troy. You know the Justice League's just—they're—they're they're crazy. The Justice League. Yeah. When you have soups and um, a guy like Batman and Wonder Woman, I just mean, the trio—the trio, the trio yeah. right? Is it's it's, it's pretty, pretty hard. hard. Yeah. It's pretty hard to beat. I, I mean, who do you think has better villains? Let's, let's throw that out there. So if you had to name, like, say, like a team up of like three villains, okay, I'll be the judge. Troy will be Team Justice League. Yeah. Tim will be Team. Like just powerful or just intriguing villains? Just like intriguing villains, like villains that you like want to read or that you think are cool or that you think are powerful, like just whatever. Just like who do you think uh, has better villains? Marvel. You yeah. think so? Magneto, Doctor Doom, Thanos. But is Magneto? You know what I mean? But is Magneto really an Avengers villain? He's more of an X Men villain. Oh, I thought we were just talking about Marvel. No, 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 no. Just, the just the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. well that, that's a, that's an interesting thing. It's yeah. like I think like the villains and stuff. To me, you're just kind of like as neat of seeing them interact. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember there was a book where it was like, um, it was Thanos and Darkseid. And Darkseid. 
and Darkseid took Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet and it did nothing because he's like, it doesn't work in this universe. So he just like chucks it away. <laughs> yeah, that's always been the the, the get it a jail free with yeah. regards to the Infinity Gauntlet. It doesn't work in this universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> does it work in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. There's always Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump into some discussion of this movie called birds of prey and the fantabulous <laughs> emancipation of one harley quinn yeah which is now called harley <laughs> quinn colon birds of prey well <laughs> well actually it's like that's just what the like theaters are calling it but it's still officially like birds of prey wb changed in every theater <laughs> on every website but, it's now called harley quinn no, so official. vindication to troy <laughs> troy how long have you been banging on about this title For, since the trailer dropped since like, yeah. the movie. i think last Posted, week you said yeah. why yeah. don't you just call it harley quinn <laughs> well they did troy yeah, i think they wb maybe should hire podcast. you for marketing so what Amen. do you got for wonder woman 84 give us a number oh no i love that title that yeah, one's dope that works title. for me yeah, yeah. not not 85 you know i think every title that wb's put out has been dope on the money i just felt yeah. like the harley quinn one made zero sense to me and even like a couple people i'm like you're gonna see that movie they're like well who's the other people like they had no, no. idea what the birds of prey are all about well, right coming back to the idea of why they've changed this yeah. is you know, there's a quote from wb executives saying or stating that they want it more searchable Mm-hmm. Like when people mm-hmm. are looking for a movie ticket, then they just type in Harley Quinn. That comes up, Makes right? Sense. Yeah. And so, this has potentially translated and is as a result of the performance of the box office this weekend, which is shocking to us. It, it came in at thirty-three million dollars domestically, which is half less than half of what I thought it was going to yeah. do. I thought yeah. it was going to do really well. They had sixty-five. Yeah. That's sixty-nine. Yeah. So it shows to it goes to show why we're not good at this. <laughs> well, even the experts were predicting. Well, they're yeah. going to do fifty plus. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's not like we were. Everyone was saying, "Oh, this is going to do thirty, and we were like, "No, nah, it's going to do 60. Everyone was thinking, "No, at least forty. So what do you think went wrong? Because I've heard like you know the social media uh, was out, the mm-hmm. reviews, and everybody yeah. was pretty fair, pretty positive about this. Rotten right? Tomatoes eighty eighty. Yeah, critics yeah. and audience agree exactly what this is, and that's a high caliber. Yeah. When oh, you look yeah. in reference to some of the other films that have been put out there with in in the comic book movie universes, mm-hmm. that's a fairly high caliber film. Yeah. That's ranking amongst you know some of the best MCU and DC extended universe films. Yeah, and so this isn't this isn't because it's a stinker by any means. You're gonna no. give us a spoiler free in a minute here. Yeah, but what do you think is like Troy said? What do you think is <laughs> the cause of this? Because that's a really low. Like you compare that. Joker did 96. Suicide Squad did 135. Ant-Man did 57. What did Shazam do? Shazam did like 50. Yeah. 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 And this is coming off the heels of Joker. Yeah. That's his main squeeze. Right? Um, I I wish I knew. Honestly, So was WB. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although this was a a relatively cheap production. Yeah. Yeah. I think the production budget was like around 80 million. Mm. So it's not like, it's like the Green Lantern scenario where they're, or like, dark phoenix where they're going to lose a hundred million dollars on this like they might lose like a little bit or they might gain like a small profit but there's definitely not going to be like a home run it might be just like a you know a walk or something <laughs> it's been a while since nice i watched Facebook. Reference. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Troy's like, i don't get the walk <laughs> do you think though this is a consequences of like the marketing to me looked good it was pretty gorilla it marketed exactly what it was an R-rated film. Like, did the R rating hurt it? Did the unrecognizable Birds of Prey title hurt it? Like, if you were to put something out there, let's think of another universe. If it was a Captain America movie and you just called it like, or let's say if it was just called Civil War. 
Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? Or did Dark Phoenix did it have X Men in the title? No, see, no. there's another. Didn't have it. It wasn't called X Men Dark oh, Phoenix. X-Men. No, it, it's just Dark Phoenix. Really? See, yeah. like, is that a brand recognition mm-hmm. thing where you're not? Because DC slapped all over this. Yeah. But is it confusing? I remember even going back to when this was announced and we thought it was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like this whole end title thing. I get the humor behind it yeah. and I'm yeah. fine with it. And I'm fine with it within the context of the fanboys. Mm-hmm. But when you go that step beyond what you have to, like this is fanboy money. Yeah. This yeah. is people that are into this property, into this universe going and watching this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This isn't general audiences going and watching this when you look at the the 57 or so for ant-man the 50 plus for shazam you're getting audiences going in that aren't plugged in the same way we are Mm -hmm. into this film universe going and watching that you're not seeing that here i don't think yeah i mean to me i think the dc universe is a lot like the fox x-men universe whereas people just go when like they watch kind of what interests them mm. you know like oh logan looks good i'll see this x-men apocalypse maybe not so much i'm gonna skip on this one so there's no like build up towards like an end game whereas with the mcu every film they market is like you gotta see ant-man and the wasp or else end game won't make sense you gotta see captain marvel or else end game won't make sense you gotta see this you gotta see this and so you're like okay well i can't miss any of them because like thanos is coming like i gotta you know i there is an end in sight and i think maybe like a lack of uh of a dark side or like uh not even so much like a cohesive universe but just like a lack of um just like content not yeah lack of like continuity or like direction because if you think about it in the film they kind of like make reference of joker but it's not jared leto you know, it's just like it's just like a brief like not Walking Phoenix, right? It's, no, no. <laughs> if it was Walking Phoenix, this thing. Oh, would but be... you say it's not a, it's not. not Jerry okay, Leto sorry, and it's I not thought Joaquin you misspoke Phoenix. there. It's no, not either or. No, no. Oh, like the oh. Joker in here is is no one. It's just like a body double, much like the Shazam, like the headless Superman cameo. You mean that wasn't Henry Cavill? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like his upper lip looked funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen that movie, so. I don't know um. So like. In the Marvel universe, when like Loki shows up or Captain America shows up, it, it's Chris Evans, it's Tom Hiddleston, and I think you know maybe that's like playing a little bit of part into it. If if um, but they just had this like smash hit in Joker, yeah. but that was a billion like, dollar film yeah. with zero connection to anything. Yeah, and it kind of makes it a little bit easier for the audience to hop in because they're like, well, I don't need all this backstory to get into this film. I can just hop in without knowing anything. Mm-hmm. So it kind of yeah. works. Both ways. I mean, it's been working for them. Yeah, and I like I understand your point about Ant-Man and the Wasp, but that opened to seventy-five million. Right, that's not the two hundred or close to three hundred million the Endgame did. Right, it's not the same audiences that are going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp that are went and saw a few months later went and saw um, Endgame. Right, no, but I mean that film made like what six hundred million worldwide. Like if that was just like a Sony production or like a Fox production. There's no way Ant Man is making no, like six hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's brand recognition. Oh yeah, like through and through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they, yeah. Marvel has that for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't know, man, because like so thirty three is low. Thirty three is yeah. It's like I can't find something that made like in this universe, within the modern age that yeah. did that poorly. Yeah, yeah I, which you, is unfortunate because I think, and like I said, you're gonna give us a review here in a second. But I was, I'm excited to see this. I haven't, I didn't have a chance this weekend to go see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I'm part of the problem <laughs> in that I didn't rush out to see this in the same way I would have maybe rushed out to see Wonder Woman mm-hmm. or the next Marvel film or whatever. But 
I, I, I don't know what the, because this is a question mark for me now, because mm-hmm. I banked this at like 70 plus million dollars. February release slot, similar yeah. slot that Black Panther came out That's in. That's right. Mm-hmm. Close to Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was at March? Yeah, March. Yeah. 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 So, the, and I think any month's game, but mm-hmm. especially where you don't have any competition yeah right there's nothing in theaters right yeah now. i think bad boys is at what their third week at this yeah. point yeah like bad boys did 60 million on its opening bad yeah. boys like completely overperformed and maybe yeah. like that pulled some people away but like it's not that much release. yeah yeah and i you know i do think the r rating did hurt it because harley quinn has a ton of like young fans mm-hmm. you know like teens tweens that you know really cool joker yeah. yeah but i mean those audience members more fans of wolverine are probably like older people right and joker too joker just happened to be like this incredible yeah. film like we haven't seen a comic book no. movie get nominated for 11 oscars i mean and black panther got with quite a, a bit but <laughs> but besides that like it, it, it is like a it's a diamond in the rough yeah you know what i mean so, agreed it, yeah. joker is probably not a fair comparison yeah but it's it's interesting and this is something that we're gonna have to really think about in the future when we're breaking the box office down on mm-hmm. comic book movies because this is a bit of an anomaly here yeah and i i just hope you know wb seems to have like learned their lesson from suicide squad and justice league being like okay let's let directors take the lead you know like aquaman is very much a james wan film billion dollars um joker very much a todd phillips film he like championed this he said i want to do this this and this and they're like okay you go for it billion dollars and this one was very much like a Margot Robbie, Kathy Ann, um, Christina Hodson film. And, you know, this one didn't didn't quite pan out for him. But I hope WB doesn't become like reactionary now and goes, well, we told James Gunn he could make Suicide Squad R-rated. It's only got two more weeks of filming, but now we're going to change it to PG-13. But James Gunn comes with brand recognition. Yeah. Yeah. People know what they're getting into the Jameson film. Well, well, and that's what I was wondering. I mean, because DC, Marvel, they're huge. You have all these cool, awesome characters that you can market. And I, mm-hmm. maybe they just didn't give us enough of those characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides mm-hmm. Harley Quinn, obviously, with the marketing, who are you really looking for? Like, Black Mass sounds cool, but nobody really knows who he is. The no. Huntress, nobody really knows. Black no. Canary, nobody really knows. So, like, you know, we could have had, like, a Poison Ivy. We could have had a Batgirl. Like, why yeah. do we not have Batgirl? Why do we not have Catwoman? Like, that's... why do we not have some of the bigger faces pushed out? It's mm-hmm. a good point. To get people's butts and seats. Right. Um, I think what they said was, well, like, originally Catwoman, like, if they wanted to do Gotham City Sirens, um, Matt Reeves wanted to save Catwoman mm. for his solo uh, film. Okay. So, Ivy too. And, like, cast. Uh, Ivy, I'm not quite sure about that. Like, as far as I know, she's not cast in the Batman, but she may appear in, like, a sequel or something. Right. Um, and, like, Batgirl, from what I was hearing, is that they wanted to do a solo Batgirl film first. It was a Whedon thing. Yeah, for a while, yeah. It? yeah, he tried it. Um, he kind of left the project, and it was... Um, I don't know who's attached to direct it or uh, write it now, but they were going to do, like, a Batgirl and then, like, a Birds of Prey with Batgirl after wow. this. So this was very much supposed to be, like, Harley Quinn was supposed to be, like, the star that like drives this vehicle that people would go watch because Harley Quinn's in it. And they come out being like, Hey, the birds of prey are also in this and they were pretty good. So, mm. but like what they're doing now and what you were saying for weeks, put her in the title. Yeah. Like yeah. she's in the title yeah. technically, yeah. yeah, but it's at the end of a very long sentence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like the $20 million equates to about 2 million in tickets. Do you really think it was like 2 million people that were just like, 
I don't know what this Birds of Prey is, even though, like, all the trailers have, like, Harley Quinn front and center, all the posters are Harley Quinn front and center. Like, do you think it but made we, that much of a difference? Do we make the assumption, because we watch all the trailers on a continuous loop, that yeah. we're really plugged into this, that everyone is seeing that? That's what I'm saying, yeah. But, like, if you're going to the theater to see a movie, are you just going to be like, I haven't even heard anything about this Birds of Prey movie, but I'll go see it anyways. Like, I'm, I'm I don't sure. think people are doing that. No, think oh no, are. they weren't. But like, do you think they'd be like, I haven't seen anything of this like Harley Quinn movie, but like, sure. I I'll think go if see you it. go there and you see Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. you're like, I know that's brand recognition. Yeah. I know what that is. That's that's a, Margot Robbie. It's, that's, it's a yeah. Batman universe yeah, thing. Bat, yeah. Close to Joker. Okay, let's go check it. Yep. Birds of Prey. Let me Google it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> eagles and hawks. And watching. Yeah. <laughs> so it's again, it doesn't. I think that reversal of the title mm-hmm. just puts a bit more brand recognition behind it. Mm-hmm. And to be fair and to be honest, Marvel relies on the Marvel brand, not yep. like, like Guardians of the Galaxy. What is that? I don't know. Ant Man. Yeah. This sounds ridiculous. What about like we're Spider Man? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've got yeah. all these men, animal things, and yeah. so Captain, even Captain Marvel. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a ridiculous yeah. title. Yeah. Because it's the Marvel is the comic book publisher. <laughs> so, it, but they have the brand recognition yeah. with Marvel, mm-hmm. and I think DC has that, and Harley Quinn has that. They mm-hmm. just didn't utilize it yeah maybe does that translate into doubling your box office i don't know yeah like that's that's an interesting thing an alternate mm. universe you put harley quinn in the title from the beginning do you get a 60 million dollar opening right yeah. like is it worth that much is brand recognition worth that much probably mm. but yeah. I, I don't know does does harley quinn carry a 30 million dollar just the name and the title i don't know it's a question to get that up into that's like crazy. your average solo outing type film your ant-man mm-hmm. your thor two mm-hmm. and all that doc strange yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. you know it, i don't know man but like i think like after this you know we'll have to see like how suicide squad does because she's in that so like maybe this i think is... it'll be fine because in my opinion you have james gunn as the brand recognition. oh yeah, yeah. no so james gunn a james gunn film yeah yeah and people yeah. are gonna flock to that mm-hmm. oh yeah like i fully expect the first trailers would be something like you know, you think you know the Suicide Squad? You ain't seen nothing yet. Then there's going to be something dumb in there like, these guys aren't guarding shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's it's something just to, okay, oh, the guy that did Guardians. The yeah. guy's doing Guardians. Yes. Three. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yeah. so it's it's almost a director brand, which mm. I think oh, will bring yeah. to yeah. And yeah, the Suicide Squad has that recognition, I think, too. Yeah. Which even you go back to that title, years ago I said, there's no way they're keeping that title. There's yeah. no way they're keeping Suicide in the title and they yeah. did yeah. yeah and they had toys at toys r us yeah which is <laughs> silly to me but sure <laughs> do we know when that one's coming out yeah august of next year yeah so okay the, so it's like, coming off the heels of batman yeah so i think yeah. james gunn just said there's like less than a month left of filming mm-hmm. and some set videos just came out of margot robbie i don't know when yeah. this girl sleeps but she's never. playing yeah <laughs> she's like the rock <laughs> she never she's a female rock um yeah she's playing harley quinn and they showed her like in like uh outfit and her hair is dyed black and red which is a big deal because like it hasn't been yet in this movie so also, it's the classic looking yeah the classic there we go. that's yeah. what i need yeah okay. so yeah. yeah yeah so we'll I see mean, though i mean right now she's kind of i don't want to say damaged goods she'll be fine but i mean it'll be interesting to see how we gauge that film mm-hmm. with her how much are we going to see her front and center compared to whatever co-stars mm-hmm. are going to be out there well i think it's going to suffer too because like will smith isn't in it and he's a huge draw like look at bad boys yeah, I, I gotta disagree he, with that. I don't think really. He's, no, he's, he's not, not like Will, he's used to. Used not to the be. Men in Black Independence Day Will Smith. No, yeah. he's not that high, but he still has, especially overseas. 
he but has Gemini like a, Man did nothing. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. But that was young Will Smith. And Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, ruined my theory he, in one I don't movie. Think he carries that weight anymore. Like yeah, he used no. to. action stars, just in general. Unless you're The Rock, they really don't carry. Nah. Even The Rock is mostly overseas. Like if yeah. you look at like Rampage, it does like one twelve here, but like five hundred million. Overseas. But that guy knows that. Yeah, yeah. He spends a ton of time overseas. Yeah, doing the yeah. promo stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But interesting stuff. Now, yeah. why don't you give us your yeah, you know, couple sentence, yeah. spoiler free. Sure. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, Fantabulousman, Emancipation <laughs> of Harley, one Harley Quinn review. Yeah, man. So I went to see it Thursday opening night theater. Not overly packed, but it wasn't like empty. Like I wasn't the only one there. Um, honestly, I had a really good time. Um, this isn't like if you're going in, you, you know, mention Joker. This isn't like a deep movie where it's like a character study of Harley Quinn. It's just like a really fun action film. Shut your brain off for two hours. Grab a bag of popcorn. The rewatchability on this is super high. Like, you know, I talk about Aquaman having that rewatchability. May not be as high because the story is a little bit more, like, self-contained. But it's the same kind of thing. You know, there is good jokes, good action. They brought in the director of John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did some of the actions. You can tell um, the action is really, like, really up there, um, top-notch. One scene, like, you know, I watch a ton of horror films and stuff. One scene, even I like almost turned my head because like it was like so gruesome. I was just like, oh man, yeah, (laughs) just one scene, just one scene, and that's kind of like where they use the R rating. Tons of f bombs, Um, so that's kind of like well placed f bombs or a gratuitous (laughs) use of the the word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't really notice it, but like it did did like no more than one because you know I think you can get away with one in a PG thirteen. Just ask the X Men. (laughs) Yeah, every X Men film. Yeah, just one (laughs) random one. I'm Cyclops. No, I'm is that on Disney Plus, by the way? Because like the movies are on there, but did they take out the f bombs? I don't know. They, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know they said they wouldn't do any R ratings, but uh, but uh, with Birds of Prey, like yeah, um, Black Mask. I thought Ewan McGregor was great. He always brings nice, it. Nice. He is always excellent. Um, just it's just a fun time. Like it, it's a good movie. Um, How's the Birds of Prey? Like the the you know Huntress. How's she doing? I think Huntress and Black Canary yeah. really get like more screen time. Renee Montoya, she's funny. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. But the Birds of Prey really, I don't want to like give too much away. Mm-hmm. They're in there, but it's definitely Harley's film. Yeah. The whole film yeah. takes place in Harley's mind. And then she's like, okay, this is this is Wait, my is story. Oh, no. She, it doesn't take place in her mind, but she's like the narrator story. Okay. So she's just oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, does it just Spoiled wake up Joker. and she's still in the Yeah, she's still in, in Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, I misspoke. She, the whole thing is like through her point of view. Okay. Yeah. So she's just like, you might, yeah. Um, so like, she's just like, hey, this is my story. Let's go back. And then she kind of tells the events. So very much a Harley Quinn film. And as you mentioned, maybe they should have put that in the title. Friend and Center um so kind of very john wick one like a little bit hey because john wick didn't it take place a little bit of the past then goes to the ford you know i'm sad to say i haven't seen the john wick films seriously yeah i know i have them they're sitting at home and just every time i go to watch them it's just been like a bad time where i just like end up like not being able to finish it like something comes up and i'm just like oh man so so but they are like to do's okay i I have to do john wick yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah harley quinn you know as i said and birds of prey check it out like honestly i think you'll have a good time if you're into films if you like like films like deadpool um aquaman that sort of thing Mm -hmm. suicide squad but in my opinion a little bit more refined a a little bit better i definitely like this 
more than Suicide Squad. Nice. So good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. Uh, my wife said she really enjoyed it. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. That's good. So that's that's a bit of your general audience feel too, right? Or slightly to the left of the periphery. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think like the audiences are really enjoying it. So you know, even if this film doesn't crush it at the box office, I think they are buying a little bit of goodwill for the DC extended universe. You know, the people that are going, no one's going that's like, ah, this was like, you know, no one's going like with the Suicide Squad reaction. We're like, I thought this would be good and this is this is trash. No, like people are going and like, yeah, like even the people that don't like it, they're just like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Well, you can't up the quality of the DC films like over the last three or four of them, right? Yeah. And it's like, look, this is a good step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was a real pet peeve of Sanjay's here. So well, every, every review yeah. starts with another great step in, or a right step in the direction yeah. for the DC film. Well, I think, I think like we've done that even – I bet you if we go back to our Suicide oh, Squad, sure. I've definitely said I, I probably would have said like, oh, a step in the right direction. Yeah. Even though like I like raved about yeah. Batman v Superman. I think I said the same thing for Justice League. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman, I'm sure we all said it for Wonder oh, Woman. Yeah. Well, finally, going in the right direction. Yeah, Aquaman. We're like, it's, it's a fin in the right direction. Yeah. Finally swimming there, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's stick with the DC extended yeah. universe here, guys. Let's right. talk quickly about Wonder Woman. Now, it's coming here. We only got mm-hmm. a few months to the debut of Four this months? film. Very exciting. Not that I'm counting. Top of my list for the yeah. box office fantasy pool. So I'm really pulling for trade? this one. No. You I'm want good. the Marvel? I'll trade you Eternals for Wonder Woman. No, the only thing I'd ever trade for Wonder Woman is... Black Widow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why would you want to trade down? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, we'll see. We'll uh. see. But we've got our first look via some not concept but it's almost promotional art i guess mm-hmm. of cheetah we've been waiting for the debut of this given what we saw in cats that was even made fun <laughs> of at the oscars this past weekend oh my god there's a little bit of worry as to what yeah. this was gonna look like and uh, Kristen wig this looks good i think now, it's hard to tell. I think you said WB was asking people to take this down. So that means it's probably legit. Mm-hmm. It's got a real 80s vibe to it. She's looks like, I guess, a hybrid. Not quite a cat that is a human and not quite a human that's a cat. But somewhere in between where she's maintained at least some of the you know the facial structure. Just some leopard on the body. But it looks like they've gone full like half breed type. Mm-hmm. Like woman and mm-hmm. a cheetah. Yeah. What do you think of this? Like coming from the comic books and coming from the look, you know, guys, I don't know where we can put this, but just Google cheetah image, one woman 84. I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> just mm. Google cheetah image and you'll see a picture of a cheetah. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Run into this problem with DC films. Yeah. Burning animals. But what do you think yeah. of the look? You know, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, Just looking at her face and like the way her hair looks and stuff. I think it looks good. It's a hard character to translate onto the screen. Yes. And we got to see what she looks like from the neck down. Because, you know, sure, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just never know. Cause like sometimes she's portrayed as like having clothes. Sometimes she's like, you know, she's naked and she's just like cheetah, like this anamorphic character. So I don't know how, no, that's a big part of it. So I don't know how. I think it's going to be full cheetah body. Yeah. So like, is that going to look kind of cat-ish? Like the cat's the movie? Or is it going to look kind of more like a werewolf film, but like a cat instead of a wolf? You know what I mean? Like, does that make any sense? A little bit. Yeah. You got the point. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So, Troy, what are you thinking about this picture, man? Uh, yeah, it's pretty fresh right now. Uh, just looking at it today. Um, I don't know. I think I'm with you guys. I got to see the motion. I think um, her design will be pretty cool in combat and action mm-hmm. sequences. That'll look the best. But, like, on a standstill, like, I wonder what it's going to look like um, 
between dialogue between her and one mm-hmm. or wanda between her and <laughs> diana yeah um just what that's going to be like um it'll be interesting if she doesn't have clothes on for those kind of scenes it'll just mm-hmm. be a little weird but um <laughs> you know that's one of those cases right where it's hard to kind of adapt some things from comic books right mm-hmm. um yellow spandex doesn't always look good on the big screen for live action and this <laughs> that's might be not case true too. man wolverine's costume would look so cool hey the mcu if anyone can do it <laughs> yeah the MCU yeah yeah can, can make it work but um no i'm curious to see what it's gonna be like i i want to see her in the next trailer for sure though like i that's, think that's gonna be that. the debut even yeah. if it's just the stinger yeah and just have like the zoom out and then into her face or something yeah yeah, yeah. I, want, I want to see her throw some kicks yeah she's super acrobatic yeah very animalistic too right cheetah how she moves uh, yeah was it the wonder woman move what movie there's an animated movie i can't remember oh, how long ago yeah. and she showed up and she was awesome um can't remember it, she's one. in a couple animated ones the wonder woman one she shows up at the end and she's robbing a bank okay and she's also in doom uh, yeah justice league doom that's the one i'm thinking yeah of. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. good in that one killer yeah yeah so yeah. Um, it'll be cool, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they're gonna. I just hope that you know. One request is I just hope they don't kill her. You know, like I would love to see her pop up again. Mm-hmm. You know, like Let's we saw. Make sure that she's good and looks good. Well, I mean, like <laughs> yeah. th- think about it, like they have this film Suicide Squad. If they ever make a third one, how cool would it be if like like a villain from like another film? That'd be very cool you know, makes an appearance in Suicide Squad. Like Black Manta, he's captured, he's in Suicide Squad. Mm. Or Cheetah, you know, that would just like build the brand recognition of Suicide Squad. Um, I can't remember what else I was going to say, but uh, <laughs> if it comes to me. Yeah, I, you know, I think that the look of it works from what I know about Cheetah. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm with you, Troy, that let's see this in, in a trailer and let's right. see this in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be telltale. How much is touched up via CGI versus pure physical makeup or right. prosthetics or whatever. It's, it's, I, it's a step in the right direction for one woman. <laughs> from t- no, I'm just kidding. But no, to me, it looks good. I, 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 we got to see a bit more of it, but yeah. for the first image, it's not as shocking as the cat stuff. Yeah. It's not like that Sonic reveal for the first time. Exactly. Yeah, Sonic yeah. was. Oh yeah. Well, that comes out this weekend. Yeah. They touched him up. And he looks way better. Yeah. They fixed the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> At the request of people. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Looks way better. Way oh, better. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right, guys. Let's move on to some Marvel news as we kind of right. get to the back end of the episode here. And then we're going to follow it up with a bit of discussion around the Oscars. But I say Marvel news specifically because I want to talk about this Sony extended cinematic All universe, right. whatever they're calling. Now, Morbius, we reviewed the trailer a few weeks ago. It was I was pleasantly surprised with what I saw there. I'm very excited for this film, what Jared Leto is doing there and the vibe that they're putting off from it but in that trailer there's a couple very strange teases one being the sam raimi spider-man with yes. a bit of spray paint spray paint across it mm-hmm. and there was also at the end michael keaton's yes. vulture giving a very vulture s type of delivery and looking the same to morbius dr yeah. morbius here now there was some reshoots that there had been some recent set photos from and people had presumed that it was from venom 2 which is i believe is shooting right now or getting ready to shoot that was a bus and it was on the street and it had the daily bugle mm. across the side of it and now there's some speculation as to what is this tying into very clearly going into the spider-man or leaning a lot heavier into the spider-man portion of this but some very keen-eyed people said that the text on this didn't match what we saw in the mcu but it matched the Raimi Spider-Man Daily Bugle text, mm. which begs the question, what universe is Morbius <laughs> set in? 
there's very clear indications from Amy Pascal and company that as soon as Holland is done in the MCU, or even maybe before that, he is going to make his presence felt in this Sony universe. They're clearly setting up for the arrival of Spider-Man. Yes. Now, what we know from the contracts and all that, Tom Holland is contracted to Sony, not to Marvel Studios or Disney. And so he's on loan, and he will be on loan for two more films in the MCU. That Kevin Feige, I think, has been very clear about. We don't want any of your Sony stuff. <laughs> and Sony is is really marching forward with the success of Venom 1. They've got Morbius here, Venom 2 in production here. Into the Spider-Verse, yes. they're cooking on all cylinders with this property. You know, there's enough space there to move with Spider-Man yeah. and his rogues gallery to make a very interesting universe. Now, here's a pitch I'm going to throw at you guys yes. with right, this information. So we've got the stuff from the Morbius trailer. We've got this bus what if Morbius is set in the Sam Raimi universe? Ooh. Toby Maguire comes back oh. Oh. as an old Peter Parker in a similar capacity to say Into the Spider Verse. Oh, I don't know why. Okay, so my daughter's been playing with my phone and she set an alarm, so I guess it's nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. We'll give her a pass. Yeah, you're one right. now. You gotta you gotta pick that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, old Maguire comes back, a la. Yeah into the Spider-Verse, and we get a Miles Morales, so dumping Holland all together. And we get a Miles Morales taking up the mantle mm-hmm. in some capacity in this universe. Does that work? Does that make sense? Like, Why is there all this Rami Spider-Man universe stuff? Like, Are they going full into the Spider-Verse live action? Like, Could they do something like that? Like where we have... The thing that throws a bit of a, a wrench in this is the Michael Keaton vulture. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But we have all this information that doesn't make sense together unless you're talking about multiverse stuff. Well, and I would love them to pull Holland out of the MCU mm-hmm. and drop him into a different universe. I yeah. think that'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. Preserve what they got in the MCU, but also utilize and leverage Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Like, what a way to go. This is speaking to a little bit of this. Like, what do, you, what do you think? Does that make sense? Is there a potential that we could get a Tom Holland or a Tobey Maguire decked out in Raimi's <laughs> Spider-Man outfit? Um, You know what? I think it's... um I haven't seen the, the, the images, but um, I feel like because we do see in Venom, or we hear at least in Venom 1, that he did used to work in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he most likely did work for the Daily Bugle at some point. So it's probably just drawing the continuity from that time when he did work for the Daily Bugle into the Morbius universe. And they might just be using the same logo that they use in the comic books. The comic books logo might just even happen to look like the Sam Raimi. So it might just be kind of like a nod to the comics, potentially. But um, as cool as it would be to see Toby come back, I don't quite see it because of the Vulture thing going on. I think the marketing that they're using right now is... um, what do we got here? So I just pulled the bus up here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they got the Where is Spider-Man? So this, again, goes to the idea of stemming off of the MCU, right. where he was kind of outed yeah. by the Daily Bugle. And they, there's a picture here just in the side-by-side of the original Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi with the Bugle and the, the kind of red on both sides, yeah. the Bugle in the middle, and a very similar Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's funny because it kind of looks MCU-like, too. It does. Mm-hmm. Like the Marvel. So... <laughs> It's interesting, and you know, where is Spider-Man? Is that a reference to Holland, like he's gone and gone into hiding, or has the Maguire, Raimi Spider-Man disappeared? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he hasn't been seen in 
15 years that's right since 2000 whatever that's right it could be like an end credit stinger that they show the vulture where like the whole thing takes place maybe in the raimi universe and then like morbius does some sort of experiment and he gets pulled in and then he meets up with vulture in the mcu i I don't know because that's super interesting theory would you lose your mind if mcguire showed up in this 100 percent I will lose my mind, but I'm not like McGuire is like my least favorite yeah. Spider-Man. Oh, so like, I know most people would, so I'm yeah. the minority for sure. But I, I mean, it'd be cool, it'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, I lost my mind when J.K. But what if it was up. Andrew Garfield? Oh, like come what? On. What I if that? Count what, my chest. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> you see you standing up. Oh, oh man, yeah. sit down, it. and then you turn around. You're like, keep standing. <laughs> um, I think I think Morbius would actually fit more in. Is a little with bit Garfield. more fantastic, yeah, yeah, with the Garfield universe. Yeah, I think Morbius sure. would fit in the MCU the way the trailer was pitched. Yeah, to yeah. yeah, I think yeah. personally, yeah. yeah. I, I still stick to the notion that I think when we do get Tom Holland into his own standalone films in the Sony universe, I don't think it's gonna be this big fantastical Madam Web takes him away no. into another world. I feel like it's just gonna be like the doors closed on the MCU stuff, they're not gonna talk about either or, yeah, and he's just gonna. It's just going to be like friendly neighborhood Spider-Man one, friendly mm-hmm. neighborhood Spider-Man two. It's going to be very neighborhood. Yeah. He's not going to be out there fighting cosmic stuff or you know holding on to the Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> or anything like that. And that's cool because that's some of the best stories. Yeah, um, he's going to be older. He'll be in college, and you're going to you're going to kind of get those cooler, um, intimate stories of Peter Parker and mm-hmm. less about, I don't know, chasing the Silver Surfer and stuff. It, like it'd that. be a little hard though to go from like fighting Thanos to like fighting shocker but that's you the know? comics that's what that's yeah what we need every i guess day. that's every true day we yeah. do it right you know batman will with team with the justice league yeah. to take on dark side and then there he is with the red cracking the skull yeah. Exactly. yeah 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 so i don't know like i think when i look at this mm-hmm. the way that they can blow our brains apart yeah is to bring in old spider-man like, would it be cool if you just got like a cameo of toby or you so, want him to like full-on connect the continuity of like this guy used to be Spider-Man. Kind I kind of kinda want that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of think that would be cool. Yeah. Even Garfield. I think it's yeah. all, to me, it's all on the table. Yeah. That yeah. they could make this work. If they want to do a, like a mind bend MCU type of big story, look yeah. at the success they had with Into the Spider-Verse. Definitely. Definitely. Is bring these characters in. Like how yeah. cool would it be that the crossover event for the Sony universe of Marvel films is an Into the Spider-Verse type film where you have mm-hmm. All the Spider-Men yeah. coming together that yeah. we have. Like, we've got, what, three iterations now? Live action. Only. Live Just action. At least three, yeah. That would be so Give cool. Give me Chris Pine, too. Oh, He'd be a great God. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. then Nick Cage. Miles Morales. Yeah. We could have a live action four different Spider-Men. Yeah. That would be unbelievable. Yeah. And I think that that's a way that Sony could do something that's just huge. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. it'd be cool. I mean, again, it'd be something I want to see them build up to because um, Spider-Verse yes. is still pretty new mm-hmm. and um, I wouldn't want them to like just like shoot their whole load on something like that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Coming in aggressive yeah. here. That's, that's Spider-Man, that's my guy. I'm glad that's I'm sitting guy. over here. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the, yeah, fire I'm pointing over to the, the lake hole. <laughs> jeez. Jeez, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're going to have to cut this whole thing out now. <laughs> but it's, it, it's an interesting way i think they could do things yeah that yeah. would make the universe feel bigger very quick definitely but do you think they would waste that reveal on morbius or do you think they would like save that for like maybe venom 2 or like it could be all like all yeah. of it could be connected mm-hmm. like, when, when th- does venom 2 come out comparative to morbius i think venom 2 i don't remember after or so yeah so I, it's pretty close yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think it's 
it's enough to make people go like, how do you catch the attention? Like, how do you snag a bit of that attention away from the MCU? If you pull Holland in, it's going to confuse people and confuse, but isn't that this could, even if it's just a, like a little stinger, yeah, this could blow people away. Just imagine the reaction. If we're sitting in the theater and McGuire walks in yeah, and he's, you know, how old he is now, like 40 year old man or whatever. Yeah. And you know he's got the the mask and saying I haven't put this on in fifteen years. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean I agree. I, I think it'd be huge. I, I also think there'd be a big reaction if people were to you finally get the reveal like that's Uncle Ben, like yeah. like Tobey Maguire is playing the be Uncle Ben, yeah, just like okay. just like oh, J.K. Simmons was yeah. you know is like the new J.K. Simmons. People were like whoa, like yeah, a lot yeah. of people talk about like that's the best after credit. I don't believe that, but a lot of people were losing their minds with that. Right, one. right. Yeah, um, there, there's so much potential. You're right, though. It's crazy. So I don't know. That's do. just a wild ass theory, yeah. and we'll see if like we're gonna see soon here soon. if that comes yeah. to fruition. But I think they got something big planned. Definitely oh, yeah. for for this and Morbius and Venom too. Like these, they want these. They need substantial properties to mm-hmm. build this universe up on that doesn't that doesn't include Sp- Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Well, because we can all agree, obviously, Venom and and um, Morbius are connected. Like oh, that has oh, to be the same world, right? It'd yeah. be crazy if they didn't. And I mean. Yeah, Spider-Man, Batman, they have the best villains out there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it makes sense. They can do so much the right way without doing the Amazing Spider-Man 2 nonsense that they tried doing in the past. Yeah. They can really establish all these rogue villains first mm-hmm. and then Weasel Holland in or Tobey Maguire in. Or, yeah. or all of them. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or crazy. Kirsten yeah. Dunst coming back as Mary Jane. Uh, she can cool out. All <laughs> right, all right. You know, back in 3. I, <laughs> I think <laughs> me, me and Troy, you know, we have to have like a wall. There's like certain topics we're not allowed to discuss. <laughs> Shazam. And uh, Kirsten Grant does Graham Morrison, Green Lantern, Green Lantern and, uh, Mary Jane. Well, what are you gonna give me? Something I hate. Like I always give you all these. Like, hey, you should check this out. Like a good guy. And you're like, this is bad, man. When are you gonna be like, hey, Sanjay, you should go see Amazing Spider-Man too. And then why I'll go watch. Why is he saying Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that what he sounds like? I think I nailed the Troy version. This is a man of impeccable taste. Everyone's favorite podcast. Yeah. He's run the he's run the favorite podcast award for eight years and we've only been on the air for six. Yeah. It's crazy. We haven't been on that long, man. So speaking let's keep this Raimi thread running here. Yeah. Because he's popped back out. Coincidentally enough, off the back end of all this news with the Raimi verse and all that, he has come into the fray as one of Marvel Studios' top picks. And apparently they're courting him to pick up the ropes or the reins from Scott Derrickson and direct Doctor Strange 2 mm. and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Now, Raimi is, he's known, I guess, in the community as the Spider-Man guy, but he comes from a different background. That's right. Horror films, yes, man. Evil does. Dead. He cut his teeth on that. Evil Dead. And so, again, it's nice to see that they're taking a guy that has a lot of experience in that horror world, as Feige stated, and as even Derrickson wanted to go. They wanted to take this a bit and do, again, a little bit of a, a genre bend on the comic book movie and do the first horror comic book movie. That's something that's been put out there. Now, Derrickson left under the creative differences sort of guys. And my guess is that it wasn't so much that they're trying to take the horror out of it, but they're saying, we have WandaVision, you have to leverage, you have to just fit in the MCU, right? And as a creative, sometimes that just doesn't work. But maybe Raimi can work into this and still leverage the roots of that director now troy what do you think you know you got spider-man you've got a horror wow. guy coming in so he's got both angles covered yeah this is this is pretty huge i love this news this is so cool so wacky 
I would love to see this guy's take on a Doctor Strange. And this is coming from somebody that actually really loved the first Doctor Strange a lot more mm-hmm. than I thought I would. But I think Sam Raimi, you know, combining what he's done with uh, the Spider-Man films, obviously, and then obviously bringing in his horror aspect from Evil Dead into this would be something pretty cool and something different for the MCU and shake it up in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll get a lot of screams, you know, yeah. going back to the Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of screams going on there. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. And just kind of bringing it back home, you know, Kevin Feige and... And uh, Raimi obviously worked together way back in the day with oh, yeah. uh, Spider-Man 2. So mm-hmm. um, a couple of Spider-Man films. So I love this. And I think this is like bringing in a back uh, some of that good, I don't know, kind of paying some homage basically yeah. mm-hmm. back to what we you know started this whole thing in the first place. So. Which is pretty love it. cool. Yeah. 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 I'm right there with you, yeah, Sanjay. Man. You feeling this as well? Oh, 100%, man. Sam Raimi is such a horror genius. Like Drag Me to Hell is one of the best horror films of all time. It's just such a like a hidden gem. It's so good. Check it out um but like yeah i'm I'm really digging this um you mentioned like the first horror film i think you're forgetting of a little x-men film called new mutants that is making an appearance this year it's true yeah i mean we've all forgotten about it you've all forgotten (laughs) no in theaters not surprisingly it's kids it's kids one day only it's kids are now in their mid-20s yeah well (laughs) you say the first in the mcu i bet you new mutants imagine that's connected to the mcu it's not can you imagine the first x-men movie is the new mutants of the mcu no apparently what's in mcavoy supposed to have a or one of them was supposed to have i think it was mcavoy oh really i can see that cameo on it okay Cool, cool. But yeah, no, I'm totally feeling this. Um, Scott Derrickson, great director. Come over, do Justice League Dark for me, please. Um, mm. Sam Raimi, you do your thing. You worked well with Spider-Man. You gave us the best Spider-Man films oh. and the best Spider-Man oh. and the best Mary Jane oh, and the best Dr. Oz. Mark Webb, man. Mark Webb. <laughs> nah. John Watts, those guys. Yeah, more like John Knotts. <laughs> man Sanjay's just poking the bear I'm telling you offer me something that I can like shun like I got you I'll all right something. Like, I'll hey you should you should watch I don't know the MTV Spider-Man Justice, series did I did you we both just vibed with Young Justice yeah I think, I think yeah. that's how we like yeah. met we were yeah. on like a Young Justice mm. chat yeah forum. YTV here's the thing yeah. for you Google Star Wars Christmas special okay have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you offer me stuff all the time. Is this guy that's just like, you know, he's gonna have to. You gonna have to give me a list of like, okay, next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me a one. list. Okay. Read Lost Stars. You actually gonna. Oh like yeah, it. yeah. Oh, okay. Carlos is reading that right now. Yeah, yeah. Lost should. Stars. Yeah, it's yeah. right here. You can borrow if you want. Yeah. You can give it back. In is there six any months pictures? And not <laughs> <Yeah>. No pictures. <laughs> oh, it's all in your head. Now. <laughs> oh my god, what what's that gonna do? <laughs> I actually no, actually you did you did throw me onto Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay, so you guys movie of all time. Oh man, I'm up there with you. Yeah. Um, so you gotta give me like one movie and then I'll and then I'll poop all over it. <laughs> Just like one of your all time cherished. Oh no, you seen Drive? I love Drive. Oh, yeah, man. we kind of. I don't think of something. Yeah. You seen Drive? Yeah. Solid. Right, like it. Solid. Yeah. We should it's very a... intense when he's crushing oh, yeah. that guy's skull. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> let's hop over actually to what we're talking outside of Star Wars, Marvel, and DC here. Let's yeah. talk about the Oscars to wrap this episode yeah. up. Now, I, I really enjoy watching the Oscars, and I didn't get quite to our Sunday night. I got to tell that next week. I have a pretty wild story, a, a cautionary tale, if you will. Um, my wife's phone got hacked, all this stuff. So Ooh. be careful with PayPal. That's all I'm going to say. But 2020 Oscars, we had yes. a lot of really great films that were up. And now, Troy, you've seen the majority of yeah, these. Yeah, man. Including things like 1917. Yes. Mm-hmm. You haven't, have you seen Parasite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the first one out of the gates. Yeah, yeah. Parasite. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Parasite, nineteen seventeen, Jojo Rabbit, yeah, um, Joker, of course, Joker, of course, Ford v Ferrari, yeah, I saw oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of really great yeah. films this year, real standout films, and you know we've been pulling for this entire you know award season for for Joker, of course, yeah, of course, right, oh, it's yeah. in our space, and mm-hmm. and it was great to see that we have now our first comic book movie acting oscar yes it was awarded to as we discussed last week joaquin phoenix for his role in the joker he basically swept for yeah for this character the whole award season yeah the whole award season yeah so it was really cool like that's i think you know from someone that's been watching comic book movie films not for my whole life mm-hmm. but i guess really since like the modern and even back to batman 89 yeah and to now see a movie like this get to that sort of recognition and now the second person to win an oscar for portraying the joker yeah like that's almost unheard of outside of the godfather right yeah i actually did find that out it is um the second time that someone's won an oscar multiple people have won an oscar for playing the same person oh really yeah so vito corleone uh marlon brando and robert de niro right, the young won, and the old. He, you know, yeah won the oscars and now heath ledger and joaquin phoenix and interesting enough marlon brando and Robert De Niro appeared in DC films, so there you go. That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, we just too. they just get good actors, I guess. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, <laughs> and the last three films to feature Joker have won Oscars. That's yeah. right. Every live action film no. to feature Joker has won. Not eighty nine. Eighty nine won an Oscar. What? For what? I think it was like visual effects or something. Really? Yeah. So eighty nine Google Machine. Dark Knight, Suicide Squad, and now Joker. That is crazy. Four for four, baby. Good for them. Production design. Production design. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so cool. So, Every, wow. That's that's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joker wins Oscars. Joker's the man. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Now, now what do you think about best director here? Oh, yeah. Best director. Yeah. I was going for Sam Mendes, man. Yeah. 1917 to yeah. me, did is it's my favorite movie yeah. of the year. Oh, I can't uh, wait to see it. Yeah, it's it's solid. And um, the winner here was director of Parasite. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, though. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah. And I heard they're actually making it into a TV. They're yeah. adapting it into a TV series, too. Oh, cool. Westernizing it. Should be interesting. But yeah, well-deserved. He did some really cool, fun things. It's really cool to see... Um, the Oscars go this route because 1917, mm-hmm. as much as I loved it, it's very easy to be like, you know, the token um, war, Oscar winner. War right? movie, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, this this took some liberties. A lot of fun, man. Definitely go out and check this film. I think it's getting another release. It must be. It's going to get a wide release yeah. in, some, in some capacity. Uh, yeah. Parasite? Yeah, Parasite. Yeah. It's actually already out on like home video so and streaming uh, like okay. to rent digitally. Yeah. So if you want to check it out or you can wait for it in theaters. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Now, cinematography. Oh, yeah. 1917. Roger Deakins, yes. man. Yeah. You guys were raving about this, the, what, the single run shots. And oh, all this, yeah. Right? Well, yeah, shots. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's very much like um, Inaratu's Birdman. Yeah. Right? How you get those uh, continuous shots all the time. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It's something else. So it's, it's good. I'm glad he won for this. He obviously won for Blade Runner. I can't remember all the other ones off the top of my head that he's done. But he's only won two. Oscars, uh, which is crazy. He's been nominated two. like 15 times. <laughs> He's like John Williams. <laughs> well, John Williams didn't win his uh, no. this year round, actually. Joker. Yeah, Joker. Joker took it. Yeah. That's right. Which I love how it's presented. You know, we got Gal Gadot, we got Brie Larson, and mm-hmm. we got, um, people are going to shoot me for this one, but um, Aliens. 
Oh, um, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. presenting that one, which is great. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I I love that too. Yeah. And our boy Taika Waititi. That's yeah. right. Jojo Rabbit, best adapted screenplay. Yeah. Yep. That like we were talking last week about Taika Waititi's run in the last few years. Like he directed yeah. probably and arguably the best Mandalorian episode yeah. this year. He's yeah. got Thor Ragnarok completely flipped that universe on his mm-hmm. head. Yeah. yeah. And now he's got this for again a completely different movie. Yeah. And his speed, I, to me, he is the token poster dude for it's okay to be weird, be yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he is a creative that has embraced the human that he is. Yeah. Like, when you watch behind-the-scenes stuff for Ragnarok and for Jojo Rabbit and that, like, he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But he's just a creative that believes in his vision. Yeah. And works with that. Yeah. And he's okay just to be, I'm a weirdo, let's do this. Let's do this, yeah. I, I love that, like that embracing of who you are. Mm-hmm. And that, it's all over all his films. Everything he yeah. does. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. And a big thing I got to give him too is he's a very character director, yeah. right? He really works with the characters and gets them going. And you know what he did with Thor, obviously. What he does with this kid yeah. in this movie, I'm like, holy smokes. I'm surprised this kid wasn't nominated. So, uh, no, that's great. Yeah, Fantastic it's, it's really good to see that. Yeah. And then let's 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 move on here. You know, we've got you know when we talk about actresses and supporting actors, Renee Zellweger. I haven't seen Judy. No, I never no, saw that. No, no, but supporting Brad Pitt finally wins an Oscar yeah. for acting. Yeah, because yeah. the second was Twelve Years a Slave for yeah. producing. So oh, that's really? Crazy. His only acting award um, yeah. was his first acting win. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. supporting actors we've got Laura Dern, who you guys were kind of met on when it comes to the the marriage story. We we're talking about this last week. I love that movie. I, no, I mean, no, she's the, Laura Dern in it. Yeah, you yeah. guys were kind of like, yeah, eh. yeah. I mean, I get it, but I was like, oh. is she yeah. the girl? I, I, from I thought, thought Scarlett Johansson. Was yeah, she was up yeah. for two. Yeah, noms, wow. Two. Yeah. Florence Pugh was in there yeah. as well. So yeah. two Oscar-nominated actresses from the Black Widow film. Yeah, nice. yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> what yeah. was uh, Florence Pugh for? I think she was support. I don't remember. Little Women. Yeah, Little Women. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. I really liked her in Fighting with My Family, but I didn't think that would get Oscar no, nominated. That's not Oscar. No, but I thought it was. It was good. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. That's a DJ production. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the big one here, Best Picture. So yeah. we had, there's a ton of films here as we chronicle at the top there. Joker amongst them. And Parasite with the apparent upset victory mm-hmm. yeah. for the Oscar for 2019, I guess 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. Oscars. Now, Troy, yeah. you've seen the majority, if not all, of the Best Picture films. Yeah. Does this come off like a, an upset to you? Should Joker have won? Should Marriage Story have won? 1917? It was to me is between 1917 and uh, and um, Parasite, obviously. Yeah. For me, like I said, I loved Par- um, I loved uh, 1917. It's my yeah. favorite film of the year. But um, f- for all this kind of stuff, but um, yeah, yeah, I can't knock Parasite for what they did. Like, it's totally well deserved, and I love the fact, like you know, it's, you never get a foreign film, or I guess mm-hmm. Best International now is what it goes well, it's by. Was the first subtitled film to win Best Picture? Yeah, too. exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, so and one, first foreign, film, yeah. which is crazy. This is something that Rona couldn't do last year, which yeah. I wasn't oh, a big fan yeah. of either. But um, so cool to see them do this, and his speech was fantastic. Too. He was great. He was great. His energy all night yeah. was was fire. Well, because he got up there, I didn't expect to be back up here again. <laughs> He's yeah. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, it was my, my my one thing, my nitpick, and it's nothing to do with him, is like he gave a, he gave a great speech, and he gives a shout out to Scorsese, and then everybody stands up and gives him a standing ovation, like for Scorsese, and I'm like, no, like <laughs> you didn't give this guy the standing ovation, yeah. because he's the one that won the whole thing. But that's he true. gave Tarantino a nod too. He gave Tarantino yeah. a nod too. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's right. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. But uh, yeah, no, well deserved. I think the show is kind of whack, and I I feel like we need a host. Like, yeah, yeah. I get what happened last year, which is still kind of whack, but. 
I feel like we need a host going forward with the Oscars. And I thought we were going to have Chris Martin and, um, or sorry, Steve Martin and Chris Rock yeah. go all the way through because those two are incredible. Yeah. And we only got a little tease of those yeah. two. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's funny because I like that almost that self awareness that yeah. Chris Rock brought to the I opening love monologue. that. About everything that's going on, yeah. especially with regards to the lack of diversity in a lot yeah. of the categories, and it's just mm-hmm. they embr- like they said this is a problem, yeah, and we're going to continue to address this until yeah. it's it's not a problem yeah. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and Chris Rock brought that realism yeah. to it, yeah, which was it was pretty cool. Yeah, Chris- but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you had the foreigns win. I mean, yeah. shoot, they cleaned yeah. up. Yeah, they cleaned yeah. up. Parasite man, yeah. cleaned it up. It was very cool, and you know, Endgame was shut out. So yeah. who won best uh, special effects? 1917. Yeah, 1917. I, I thought Lion King wasn't even going to get that one. Yeah, Lion King looked Which is incredible. Yeah. Crazy that. Yeah. It, yeah. Was it? It was nominated, right? It had Lion King was. Yeah, 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 it was nominated. Yeah. And then uh, Ford v Ferrari picked up on all the kind of the sound mixing. Yeah, I got sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I still got to check that one out. But that's usually yeah. the, those technical wars usually go to like, like your, Star, your Wars. Star Wars or Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Thing, right. Yeah, Star Big Wars didn't get flicks. anything like I that. I can't even remember though, like sound like that's kind of like such an odd award you know like it's like i've never seen a film because it's like oscar winner and you're like oh it won an oscar and you check for sound mixing you're like oh i can't wait to see it's such an important piece that like to your ears to the enjoyment of the film that i think it's cool that has an award to appreciate that because oh totally i don't think you just process that as being part of the film yeah but you take away any one of these elements and you don't have a film Definitely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Like sound, especially like when I did, um, I checked Blade Runner 2049 in theaters. That sound, that's when I was really like, whoa, mm-hmm. this yeah. is incredible what you can do. Yeah. So it is very important. Right? It's, it's totally. huge. And that's something that I find that I personally, for my own home movie setup, like mm-hmm. I'm a visual person. Yeah. And I love the bigger TV with the crisp image in that. Yeah. But the sound I always find that I haven't spent the money on to appreciate it in my own right. home. Yeah. Like, I don't have a big sound system or anything yeah. like that. You don't want to wake the kids? Well, not so that. Right? <laughs> that too. That plays into it. Yeah. my TV upstairs is right below their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, interesting award season though. And this, I like what I saw through this. I thought that the the right films were winning and again mm. i haven't seen all of this and you know is it a bit of a you know pat yourself on the back type yeah, thing yeah, and yeah. but yeah sure but yeah. the thing i really like about it it's brought a lot of awareness to films that i don't usually make the time to watch right and right i try to do this every year i'm not always successful but jojo rabbit's on the top of our yeah. list yeah. gonna watch parasite here because best picture of the year come yeah. on yeah yeah it's a fun film yeah it really is yeah that's all like it seems is it a horror film at that's all that's what i've heard not really really no no it I mean, sounds like a little, one. little suspense yeah. yeah but i wouldn't say horror no no interesting no, interesting. no. yeah really cool take what they do though okay yeah. i can't wait yeah. yeah that's awesome you know i as much as i would have liked to see joker win yeah. i'm i'm happy with the spread here you know walking phoenix won yeah for sure we're all pulling for him yeah and original score another big win for like the genre itself yeah but things like you know parasite winning original screenplay like i said jojo rabbit you got toy story 4 even winning best anime yeah yeah which my wife hadn't seen we watched it this weekend yeah it's on disney plus now it's pretty emotional end actually i never finished it i never finished it the end is the best one of the best parts wow yeah i didn't love the fork thing in it Forky, Forky was yeah, weird. I didn't care. Really weird. I didn't care for Forky. It seemed like an More odd spoony. thing. Yeah, <laughs> but the end is—it's uh, quite touching. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Yeah, it's—it's it's a very fitting end for. 
I think maybe until Toy Story Five. <laughs> yeah. well, that's what I thought with three, right? Three is like okay, yeah, yeah. that's it. Billion dollar films, yeah. though, right? But you know, the cool thing I got to take away from this, um, the whole Oscars is what um, Netflix has managed to do. Like, oh, mm-hmm. how many films Netflix was nominated for? Like, yeah. from Two Popes to Marriage Story, uh, Irishman, obviously, yes. huge. Didn't win much, but I mean, the fact that you know. You go back two years ago, three years ago, people were laughing at a Netflix yeah. film being nominated. Well, right? they, they, yeah. when Netflix started doing films, it yeah. felt like the Hallmark film. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, this isn't a production studio. Yeah. This, and now they're you know they got Scorsese doing like high end films, yeah, high quality caliber actors with you know mm. Adam Driver yeah, and Scarlett Scarlett Johansson, Johansson. Yeah, yeah, Laura Dern, like it's like crazy. Like this is. Yeah, Netflix is a huge place for yeah. film. And I guess they have to do that silly, you know, one weekend release somewhere, right? For sure, for sure. But, like, but... that's going to go away soon. And yeah. you're going to notice a lot of this stuff, I think, in these streaming services. You're going to see them picking up the face. Like, this is, those are three films, three huge films that yeah. were nominated this year. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's massive, yeah. The streaming wars begun continue yeah yeah, continue. yeah, yeah. begun yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you know disney plus is going to get there eventually too right yeah it's going to want to get there those, yeah. oh yeah needs need to have that that recognition yeah and this is going to drive a lot of people to to netflix so they have over 120 million subscribers wow. globally at 10 bucks a month that's yeah. 1.2 billion a month wow. so it's crazy yeah so that's a lot of cash yes it's one of the biggest entertainment company on the planet yeah you know neck and neck with disney yeah, and yeah. apple up there and yeah Amazon too. The owner of Amazon was there. Yeah, yeah. The oh, was he? Yeah, they give yeah. yeah. him a shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my dude Bobby Iger in the crowd as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw him there too. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice. all good. Well, guys, that about wraps it up mm-hmm. for this week up. in Nerd. This week on the podcast, you guys. If you want to be a part of this show, you can always email us at nerdroom at gmail.com. You can also find everything that we do over at the nerdroom.net as well as starscommonwealth.com. You can find us on Twitter as well. Always looking for a conversation. Looking to see what you guys got on the hunt. What did you guys appreciate about the Oscars 2020? Let us know. Our handles are the end of the episode. And you can find a lot of stuff we do on Instagram. You know, Troy's been putting up. He's been on fire lately. Just <laughs> threw up that Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Honor so, Carlos. Yeah, the he, thirsty Troy photos <laughs> on Instagram. Maybe. We got to drive traffic maybe. there, Troy, okay? <laughs> so what you're going to have to do is... You're going to have to become our new model, ah. our new spokesperson. I feel so violated. Can you, uh, well, no, it's <laughs> if you want to, but no pressure. You know, this is a pressure-free zone, but could you take some pictures of you holding some puppies without a no. shirt on? What are you going to take a picture of? It's him holding that Spider-Man Oh, that Spider-Man trophy. trophy, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man I mean, homecoming. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you, don't, home. if you don't have a shirt on for that picture, that's fine, too. <laughs> Sunny. You just, well, you, know, you can find some of those photos. <laughs> yeah, at we're the gonna tease on Instagram. If you're 18 plus, you can go check out the Troy Instagram. But if you're under 18, we don't want you there. Listen, Sanjay, with the promo, he's <laughs> always got it. <laughs> so yeah, last but not last, I'm sorry, Rob, but you just this is bleeding into you. So you can find also us over at Emotionally 14 as an endorsed podcast. He's gonna pull that endorsement now. It's, it's gone. Like, it's yeah. a, it's yeah. a, Sanjay, you're out. Yeah, he's <laughs> so like, I endorse two thirds or three quarters of the nerd room, depending <laughs> on who's here. <laughs> so. Go check out everything that Rob does over at Emotionally14.com. And with all that being said, all the wildness that Sanjay brings to this episode, we got to close it down. we got to get to bed. got to go do take care of some to? kids. got to get in the hunt. Do we have to? Let's just keep it going. Let's do like a 24-hour pot-a-thon. You think we can do 24 hours? No. 
I, I, I would probably do like three and then just be super grumpy. No. And like the whole facade of Sun Jay. Glasses would go on, hood would go yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't be here anymore. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> You're such a chap. All right, guys. Until next week. For the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sun Jay. Thank you guys very much for tolerating the Nerd Room. <laughs> this has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay on Twitter at the TheNerdRM. Troy the Boy 87 and Sun Jabby. For more content from the Nerd Room, check out the nerdroom.net and don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Sabres Radio Podcast, Retro Inc., and the Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world. 